Welcome back, Nitty Gritty. New episode. And this one is awesome. <laughs> we had Sabrina Gardner, Salt by Sabrina, had thanks mom she made the connection thanks, for mom. us but i was surprised at this episode right it's organization it sounds fun i'm married to what feels like is sabrina yeah right and so i was actually excited just to kind of talk to her and learn how she did the business just because jenna loves all of the same stuff right but to hear her how she explains it and hear what's behind a lot of it was really really cool yeah, I feel like the product that she makes is just like the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, and it's just the outward expression of this whole like philosophy or philosophy that she built. Yeah. On her own. Like there's so much depth behind it's just a product. She gives you fantastic parenting just, advice. <laughs> yeah. I actually took notes. Yeah. And this is yet another episode where <laughs> I was like reading the website. I'm like, this one's not gonna work for me. <laughs> Organization and like doing these things will give you better energy and help your day, help you deal with the world. And I'm like, what the crap? How's my silverware drawer going to help me deal with the world? But it did she not take right. me long. And it was funny because Brent even said like, this is going to be another good one. Every time Cameron bitches about it, <laughs> we always have a great episode. And he was right. Like she is fantastic. Yep. She's brilliant. And it, it, it's, she loves it. She loves what she's doing. Well, and it makes so much sense. Like, so it's it's a she lot of it is me. like customized organization and she talks about how most of the stuff you put in your drawers don't utilize the whole drawer because it's not custom for that drawer. How has there not been this option? Like so everything she does is custom fit to your drawer. Yeah. Like she has multiple products, but you order them and they make them to fit. And she's your gonna drawer. make a nitty gritty shoe box because mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. coming. So I can have the nitty gritty shoe box <laughs> display my shoes. Well, and as you go through the website, it, it kind of starts making sense because there is a whole design philosophy. There's a whole like starting the day off with the win, like that whole thing. Well, she's only been in business for eight months. Yeah, it doesn't feel like it. No. And she talks about all these different product lines that she has coming out and like she was a photographer for 16 years. And so it's <laughs> yeah. not like she grew up it's a very seamless like transition. She, yeah. <laughs> but she talked about how many people were willing to help her out. You know, we talked about Betsy and a handful of other people who were so willing to share and, you know, help where they can. And so it's just such a cool example of if you ever wanted to do anything, there are so many people willing to help and you don't need to know what you're doing to get started. You just have to be humble and ask. Yes. And I think that a successful entrepreneur can see if somebody has like that it. Well, and she talked about it. Like, like, the I fact don't want to She had time. like a good plan, right? right? I love it. I'll never forget Richie Norton. Like, don't call and ask someone to pick their brain. That's what zombies do. Like, I'll, oh, I'll never forget that. that line from Richie. Because like, so yeah. don't call and say, let me pick your brain to a successful entrepreneur. Go and say, hey, I have this idea. I don't know how to do this. Can you please help me? Right. That is such a different ask than, hey, can I go to lunch and pick your brain? Right. I love when Anna posts screenshots on kids are the worst of people that want to collaborate with her. Like, this is not what you do. Yeah. Those are so great. So anyways, another one you're going to love salt by Sabrina, check out the website, follow them on Instagram. We're convincing her that she needs to start a parenting account as well to help share her philosophy. 
she needs to be a bigger part of the social media because she really is the brain behind it. Well, and she, and is- she actually puts all this stuff into practice at home. And I think that they're, I'm convinced like the whole psychological side of this stuff, like when you read it, you roll your eyes. Well, okay. At least I do. But when you hear her talk about it, like I find myself wanting to go home and attack like three drawers, the landing zone. I need landing zones. Yep. But it's fascinating. Yep. She came up with all this stuff. Like she didn't just say like, we need these cute containers. There's a whole, there's, re- there's a purpose behind function. everything she's doing. That's right. So, so enjoy this episode. We'd love to hear your organizing wins and successes. And she also said that they're having a huge sell. Oh, so yeah, and all if, the baskets. Like and if stuff, you want to yeah. try some stuff out, I guess right now is the perfect time to be doing it. Yeah. So check it out. We love you all. Enjoy Thank you. It. All right. Sabrina ended up giving us a code. Now, just so you know, she's only ever done this one time before. So use the code nitty gritty and it gives you 15% off your entire order, including her customized products. So like I said, she's only done this one other time before code nitty gritty, 15% off your entire order. And she also still has the spring cleaning sale going on, which is 40% off her other stuff. So go check her out, support Sabrina, support Salt, and enjoy a nice little discount. Welcome to the nitty gritty episode 132 with Sabrina Gardner. The org- I want to come up with my own nickname for you. <laughs> Salt by Sabrina, right? That's the company, but just the organizational guru. It's going to cure my ADHD cluttery woes. We already started talking about it in the, in the pregame discussion. Yep, we're already diving in. So I'm a little nervous about this, but thanks for coming. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Anytime. So tell us a little bit about Salt by Sabrina. What is it? Just a little background. So we are a brand new approach to organization. You have, you know, your kind of big retailers that offer a lot of different products. You have like the container store. Like the container store, like Amazon, my wife's dream. Target. I was going to say, Shop. Jenna store? Yeah. Which, Whenever we go, she's like, oh, can I go to a container store? Like, let me rent a truck. And I go to Foot Locker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good balance. It's a good balance. Like, will you get me some shoe containers while you're there? And, and I love the container store. They have fantastic products. But there's a big gap here in the market for things that actually work. So, you know, have you ever bought a drawer organizer before that actually fit your drawer? I haven't talked to anybody who has. And so that's where we come in. We come in and we are perfectly custom fit to your drawer. I don't even think I've ever thought about that. Yeah. You're ahead of the curve because you're right. (laughs) Like I've never thought like you buy drawer organizers, but it's not like they're custom fit to your drawer. You just make them work. Like people just make them work. It's like all the pens in the junk drawer, Uh but then there's a whole pile of pens on that like empty spot that the that organizer doesn't fit. Yep. There's like six inches of free space and that like just gets And it crap. slides around in the drawer right. and they're opaque. And so a lot of times you can't see what gets stuck underneath or behind. So it's this huge issue. Yep. And I got to the point when I was moving into my home and I was looking for what was on the market and I wanted something that worked. I Googled everywhere to try it. I'm like, somebody's got to do this. Well, nobody did. And so <laughs> that's, that's crazy. That's where this started. So- I want to go back a little bit. Have you always been very neat Obsessive, compulsive and tidy <laughs> and organized? Well, I definitely don't want to make light of people who actually have OCD because that is a very, very serious issue. For sure. But I would say I definitely tend to be a little bit compulsive in my need for order. My husband will definitely attest to that. And Where does that come from? 
Any idea? From my mom. Okay. You know, my mom, when I was little, if we would walk on the carpet, she would follow behind us with her vacuum <laughs> and like vacuum up the footprints. Um, so, and let me tell you, my mom is literally an angel. One day she's just going to walk into heaven. She's just the most <laughs> wonderful, never yelled at us as kids. Um, I wish I could say the same about myself, but I'm a little more average, I would say, as a mom. Um, you mean true. normal? Normal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but she kept a very, very clean house. So I was never that kid on Saturday who had to clean their room because my room was just always clean. That was just sort of the expectation. And I, I really loved the way it felt growing up in a space that was clean. It was kind of like, it just felt like a safe space for me. Interesting. So like were all of your siblings similar or did you kind of gravitate more and kind of grasp a little bit more to that? I would say I'm definitely on the extreme end. Um, most of my siblings, but all of my siblings are clean. Uh, none of them are messy. Okay. But definitely I take it to the next level. <laughs> I seriously, I just chuckled because I can, I could only think of my wife because Jenna is. You would be best friends. You oh, would, I love it. We oh, need to meet. Label oh, makers. I mean, it is like. She doesn't get very excited about some guests, but like today she's like, is Sabrina coming on today? Oh, yeah. She's like. Can I meet her? She's like, I need all of her stuff. She's actually sitting outside the door right <laughs> yeah. now, but we told her she Bring had to her wait. <laughs> it's so, because she always, everyone makes fun of her that she's Monica from Friends. Oh, that's that was my favorite character from <laughs> yes, Friends. Yes, it's I exactly right. To her. Yes. Like everything. And it's funny because her siblings always would make fun of her that she wasn't super clean, but she was always organized. Yes. So she was like, everything had its place, but everything was she didn't organized. Shower, but. <laughs> She That's would, what her siblings so maybe hygiene is like a separate issue. She, right. she would argue. <laughs> Just kidding. But like her favorite thing is to like organize a drawer in a closet. And it's like, she gets so happy. She's like, guess what I did today? And she's like, look at this. And she like pulled it up. And I'm just like, sweet. You're like, great. <laughs> That's huh? Is she mad at you? Like, does she take that as like an act of service for you? Like you should be excited about it too? I've learned to be excited about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's my husband too. He's he doesn't give me a lot of emotion. It's called in that love category. languages, people. But yes. like, love I, I definitely appreciate it, right? Right. Like, I can appreciate. Your house is always spotless. The organization, nice. like, and we each have our thing. Like, I can do certain things, but like the playroom, for example, because she has like bins for Legos, and they all have a color, and they go different places. Like, if I walked in there, it's just like, no, I can't. No, it's so like I do the kitchen. I'll go clean the kitchen. <laughs> okay, you go but do here's the my question. So you won't clean the playroom. No, I don't touch it. It uh, gives okay. me anxiety because like, sure. there's just stuff everywhere and she has like a spot for all of it. Oh, dear. I'm just like, mm-mm, nope. But do your kids know the system? No. Okay, <laughs> so maybe we need to work on that a little yes. bit because we want everybody we'll to know the system so everybody well, knows. Well, I'll say stuff. yes, but my kids are young enough. I guess my older ones are doing a bit better job. Like my oldest is 12. Oh, yeah. And that's so, a not a kid problem. It's a Jenna problem. That's what she's saying. <laughs> she's saying that we have to simplify the system. Legos can all go into one, you know, all the colors in one bin. No, but if, if things do. have a home, if everybody knows where the home is, it's so much easier when it comes time to pick up. That's true. Because the kids just know, okay, this is where it goes. And it sounds like with color coding, there may be a really good system in place. It may be a you problem. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> no, no, Andrew. Don't no, listen to her. No, it's for sure a me You're problem. You're perfect just the way you are. No, it is 100% a me problem. And like there are certain things that just, it gives me anxiety. It's like, no, that's, there's too much going on here. I <laughs> Andrew's gotta... banging his head against the wall in the gym again. <laughs> What's going on? Oh, I said. Well, you should talk to my husband because I reorganized his toothbrush drawer, like his bathroom drawer, 
and he got so mad. Oh, he was yeah. like, uh, I have one drawer in the whole house. Do leave, not touch yeah. it. And I was like, well, it was bothering me that it was messy. And he's like, hands off. Leave it alone. But yeah, again, you know that celebrity like, and I can have like some thing. emotional support conversations. <laughs> yes. We need to do like one of the, you remember that show Wife Swap or whatever they did? Yes. We. I need to move into your house for a week. <laughs> It'll be good for you. I was going to say that might be a challenge <laughs> for me. <laughs> I've got my husband trained. It's been 20 years. Oh, that's pretty good. That is pretty good. I mean, looking through your Instagram, like if your house really looks like that, I'm like, okay, that would be awesome. I just couldn't be the one doing all that. But I think I would, I do find like when I travel and I'll go to like a friend's house, if I stay at a friend's house, for example, if their house is like really clean, I respect, like I clean every, like I won't even leave a drip of water. Right. But at my house, like with kids and everything, I'm just like, yeah, whatever. Isn't that interesting? So if it's clean already, it's a little easier to like respect it, but yeah. I think the key about organization is there's this huge emotional factor in everything we do. Like you said, if something is clean, we want to keep it at that level. If something is messy, we sort of just go, okay, well, this is the status quo. But what we really don't realize is how much a lack of organization holds us back. Because when we put a mess behind a door, it's still there. We know it. (laughs) We have to face it every day. When we open that drawer to get the spatula out to cook dinner and it's a mess, it makes us feel a certain way. And I've talked to so many people who, when we go in and overhaul their kitchens, they'll say, I didn't even realize that I hated cooking until- Because it was messy. Because it was messy. Interesting. So it's like there's these these ripple effects that we don't realize how it's affecting us. When your bathroom drawer is messy and you get ready in the morning, you're starting off your day a certain way. And when you organize that and you start your day off differently- it's powerful. Well, there's like there's energy behind that, right? Like 100%. When there's like chaos in that drawer. Yeah. Wow, I'd never thought about that in like the cooking thing before. Huh. So, we The did- cooking thing's interesting cuz here Oh, if I have to search for anything, I want to fire everyone. <laughs> Which is so strange. I've never even thought about. Yeah, it. it's like that gut reaction of frustration at this mess, and I think it's too we want to control something. In a world we can't control much, This is something we can be proactive about and that makes a huge impact. And it's interesting because I've actually worked with, I'm sorry, that buzzing. What is that? (laughs) Um, That's my husband. I'll blame him later. Oh my gosh. (laughs) You calling during the The podcast? The messy drawer guy? Ew. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, we were at the orthodontist office a couple of, well, it was probably six months ago and my son was getting his braces on and they opened the drawers to get the colored bands out. Uh Uh-oh. I looked in the drawers, and Uh-oh. you guys, I was horrified. You can't do that at a dental office. Like, you got to be organized. Yeah. And so the orthodontist probably thought I was really insane. But I was like, can I organize your drawers for you? Sure, <laughs> sure, you Karen. Really? I legitimately asked him. And he was probably like, who is this crazy person? I- this is Karen Gardner. I mean, Sabrina Gardner. <laughs> that is right. So I need funny. a different name to not be crazy. <laughs> but we did a bank of his drawers, and the reaction was insane. Yeah, that, that all, really surprises me. An orthodontist off, like... Oh, yeah. No, it was incredible. And so all the hygienists were fighting over working at this one station. So he calls me two days later and says, I need the whole office done. And also, can you do my bathroom at my house? <laughs> and and that's the power, right? Like, we see, oh, my gosh, we can live differently. We can live better. And I went back two weeks ago they had overhauled the whole office. They had put organizers in the surgical room. We'd done a, a ton of them, but even their countertops, they had cleared off 
because they wanted it to feel differently. It changed the way they did business. Man, yeah, th- this it's really interesting. This is one of those things like you can't. It's like a lace potato ship. Like you can't eat just one. Yeah, I, would, <laughs> like, I, I know. I'm like, like buy you, one drawer organizer because yeah. you'll come back for ten. Like, more. Because once you do that, it's like, oh, I have so much more. <laughs> it is interesting. She's making me think of something that I've never really thought of before. Like at home, I don't cook a ton at home, but I do here. So maybe I don't care about it there. But yeah, you're right. Like here, it does. It all has to be right. in the right spot. It makes a difference. And I was reading the website before you came in. I'm like, this is like reading Russian to me. <laughs> like the energy of it. Like there's some depth to what you're, it wasn't just like organizing is great. It looks great. It's like, no, it changes the energy. It changes the feeling. Like there was some depth to it. I kind of rolled my eyes like, oh, what? What is she saying? Please. But you, now that I think oh. about it, now that I think about it, you're right. Like it really, there's been a few mornings where I was pissed off in here. I'm not going to lie because I go to grab some gloves or I go to grab like a baking pan to put some meat on it and something's not where it's supposed to be. Ooh, I get mad. <laughs> but why? But that's because this is my space. Right. It's my space. And it needs to right? work. Maybe that's why. For you. Yeah. It's got to right. be. And it, it needs to be a system that's custom for you. Right. And I think that's the problem is there's so many one size fits all approaches out there. And they've even come up with like now there's these modular solutions, but you have to buy 10 of them to fit in the same drawer. And it's still not a great fit. It's still just not the perfect solution. So that's where this comes in. But even when you're thinking about a business, think about efficiency. If you're not digging in drawers to find, you know, whatever you're looking for, that instrument you need to make lunch or, you know, in the office, you're so much faster and you save money because you're not rebuying things you already have because you can't find oh, them. That is a big one. Yeah. I mean, how it's easier to order it on Amazon than find it in whatever closet drawer it's shoved into. You got to do that with groceries. Yeah. I can't get my wife to do Pantries. inventory. Pantries she are won't a do big inventory. Deal. I'm like, we do inventory in the restaurant. I'm like, why do we have seven boxes of Captain Crunch? And now it's just like food storage. It's like, whatever. <laughs> Yeah, you need a good system in the pantry so that food doesn't expire. Right. Yeah. So, so where does the name salt come from? So maybe back up a little bit more. I mean. Yeah, you want me to tell you kind of well, how yeah, because like you were like a photographer, right? So like you had kind of been in business before. Kind of entrepreneurship is in your blood, right? Yeah, um, I was raised in a house where my dad was an entrepreneur. He yeah. was constantly, in fact, he worked at Visa when they started the first internet home banking. Um, wow. Yeah, it was called Visa Interactive back then. He was at Bain Capital. Um, so I grew up with somebody who had built a lot of things. Yeah, And it's funny because I actually didn't even tell him I was building this company until it was done. Oh, really? I didn't. Why? Because- you him to shut you down? No, no. My dad is amazing. He is my, he's my biggest supporter, but I think I just wanted to build something on my own. To feel like you did it? To feel That's like cool. I did it, and I, and I wanted to show him like when it was done and yeah. say, Dad, look at, you know, I wanted to be like you. Isn't and, that funny how we never really let go of being a kid? Oh, yeah. We always want our parents' approval. I told my dad that the other day. I'm like- I still think of like when you ask me for something, I still hand it to you handle first because <laughs> he's a contractor. Like we are like, there's still that level of, that we need. want our parents' validation. I'm 43 freaking years old, successful business. Like, but yeah, it's totally, I'm still just a kid when I'm around my dad. Yeah. You just, you want your parents to be proud of you. And that was, that was a cool moment, but to kind of answer, you know, the story of salt, then, so the name salt is because salt is clean, natural, and enhances everything. 
And that was kind of the Brilliant. idea. <laughs> Seriously, you. that's really cool. Um, I wanted something simple, you know, because organization really should at its core be simple. But where really the idea came from was the pandemic. Um, I had been a photographer for 16 years, worked in commercial photography, um, worked for a lot of fantastic businesses, got to travel. And I was kind of wanting to do something different. And I remember it was February of 2020, I wrote down a goal to start a business. <laughs> no idea what it was going to be. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Seven then, weeks before it all hits right, the fan. Right, right. So Where did that come from? Why? Like, like, why did you write down that goal? I think I was just ready for something different. And I wanted something that was scalable because okay. photography is not scalable. It's nope. just how many hours do I have in the day? And I'd sort well, of done- you that has to do it every time. Yeah. And I'd, I'd done everything I really wanted to do in that space. And it was starting to feel like work all the time where I wasn't as passionate about it. And so I didn't really know what the next step was going to be. And we were in the middle of this move. We moved into our home March 22nd of 2020. Oh my gosh. And so it was literally like the week yeah. that the world shut down. And so this kind of went way to the back of my mind. But I remember standing in my kitchen and we had boxes piled as high as my head and my kids were home from school and everything. And we had earthquakes here. I mean, it was uh -huh. crazy. It really felt like the end of the world. And I saw the fear in my kids' faces. And in that moment, I felt really helpless because I felt that same fear and I didn't really have a lot of answers. I didn't know what COVID was or you know if, it, if, the, if the, we were gonna get sick. I, you know, It was just really scary. And whenever I'm scared, I sort of retreat to this place of like, I got to control what I can control. So I went around and I was like, well, the house needs to at least feel safe. So I unpacked everything, I think in six days in our entire house. I, I slept about three hours a night. Oh <laughs> you talk about compulsion. Her and Jenna need to meet um, <laughs> like bad. It was bad. I, but we, we have a best friend just waiting for you. <laughs> I'm so excited. I can't wait to meet her. Um, but I as each space kind of came together and was organized and, and the furniture was put in place, it was like I could see a tangible difference in my kids. And in that moment, I really understood the power of organization and what that does for a home, just feeling like something was safe. So whatever was going on outside the door, we couldn't control that. But in our home, this could be a haven. And so something kind of clicked in me. You know, I'd always loved organization. I was always good at it. But this was like different where I understood the emotional factor. Did you have people that were always like asking you to come help them organize? Oh, yeah. In fact, if you ask anybody who's known me for any amount of time, the first thing they'll tell you when they come to my house is they're like, look in their drawers. Oh, they, yeah. They Behind really are. Every door. <laughs> so I think that's what sold our house. Because when we were oh, selling, so yeah. we were selling our house, oh, yeah. Jenna went through and organized and like one of the buyers started opening the drawers. You painted the toilets. <laughs> we did everything. That's what I'm saying. Like, you don't think that stuff makes a difference, but it totally does. does but like, because the space feels different. Right. Well, and it became, we did an open house and like my mom was the realtor and she was like, just look in the drawers, like look and open a closet. And it became like a game for some people. They're like, I'm going to find something that's not organized. And so they would like go around the house and they're like, it doesn't exist. Disneyland. <laughs> like everything is organized. Okay, we really definitely need to be. I <laughs> I'm need to telling you. House. And she's super fun. Oh, I love like, she's what's amazing. weird is like when you hang out with her, she's chill, like not a high stress, high, like she's not wound up, but with organization, it's different. Yeah, that's probably me. So it's like a perfect, <laughs> it's a perfect blend. She's awesome. Oh, I love oh, that. Oh, we're going to start a new best friendship right here. But yeah, it's so funny. Like the buyer actually said, if you take this good care of your drawers, yeah. imagine how you take care of your house. And it was yes. like, 
Oh, thanks, Jen. Good job. <laughs> yeah, it starts to almost be this reflection of like, you know, on social media, you see this tiny little clip of reality, but then sometimes you'll get to see that behind the scenes uh-huh. and you get the full picture. I, f- I think that's our drawers. A lot of times this is the mess that we shove away, we don't want to <laughs> deal with, and it becomes representative of other things we're not dealing with. And I think just like in that dental office or I did this kitchen, mom has five kids. At one point they were all five under five. She had her hands full. She said she- Five kids under five? Yeah. Her oldest two are twins. Yeah. And they're amazing parents. Like the fun parents who turn on music when the kids are stressed. They're incredible. Um, My gosh. But I said, you know, I'm like, what do you want out of this organization? And she said, I just don't want to dread cooking dinner at the end of the day. And, And that's what- this did for her is it became a space that she enjoyed being in. So when we, when we deal with these things that we think we're tucking away and we think, Oh, it's fine. It's just a mess. It really is holding us back. There's like, a, this is deep. Like, <laughs> it's much deeper than I expect it to be. And what I hate is that I'm kind of convinced. Yeah. <laughs> well, think about it. Like guys, I'm starting to think, yeah, tuck stuff away or put in a drawer, not going to deal with it. There's a lot of issues in your life that maybe you might just put in a drawer and not deal with it because it's easier not to face it. Definitely. What are you talking about? <laughs> but you talk about like... Now that I'm thinking about it, yeah, you're right. There's a whole bunch of stuff. Not only are my drawer messy, but, but my you, whole life's messy. It's reality. <laughs> I'm just it's kidding. all... No, but it's... But it's true. It feels, like, it feels like a lot of effort to get started. But one of the things I always tell people is start with one drawer. Because if right. you can do one drawer, you're going to immediately feel like you've accomplished something. And then it's like the orthodontist office. It spills over yeah. and you see the vision and it motivates you to continue. And then once we get our homes under control and we have this sort of safe space, we go to work empowered, feeling like, okay, I've got this. I'm under control. I can do this. And then there's days where it all goes to crap and you just say, it's okay. It's one of those days, you know, or weeks, <laughs> yeah, so you know, questions. there's kids and life and all that. Yeah. So how many of your customers are doing this because of the meaning and the empowerment and how many of them are doing it because of like cultural shame, cultural shame? <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like everybody wants a clean house. I can't, I, I, and maybe, maybe you take whatever motivation you can get. Because afterwards they see the benefit of having it clean and organized. But it's like, I see the amount of stress my wife puts on herself sometimes just when people, like, even when we always joke, like when the cleaning person, like, I, we probably hire a cleaning person like once a quarter and the house will be as clean as I've ever seen it before they even get there. It's the or cleaning when you go on vacation. Yeah. yeah. Like you, the house is way cleaner for the babysitter who's showing up to watch your kids <laughs> than yeah. it ever is. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> It's so true. I would say we probably have a high amount of people that are coming for the emotional reasons. Uh, it's interesting. We started a program called Salt Send Help, and we did it. We started this year, and it was we we had a giveaway every month, and we told people, "Tell us your stories, show us your pictures, tell us what you're struggling with," and we had the most heart wrenching entries where. I, one month we picked four winners because I literally could not Aww. say no. It, it's a problem. Like what? What did they? What are some of the things they said? So we had a girl um, from Alaska that won our January Salt and Help, and in January in Alaska, it's dark eighteen hours a day. Oh, kill me! I mean, you're, it's freezing cold. She's got two little kids. Um, she had some postpartum going on. Just, and just a heartbreaking story. Really, kind of alone, and she just talked about. 
I know that getting my kitchen under control can help. She's like, I know it's not going to fix everything I'm going through, but it just feels like a lifeline. And her story just spoke to me because that's how it felt for me during COVID. It just felt like a lifeline. It wasn't going to fix what was going on, but it was going to change something. And just the correspondence back and forth, almost immediately after we redesigned her kitchen, before she even got the product, she started organizing because she she got the bug, you know? Right. And it just made such an impact. And that's, I mean, and, you know, people get our organizers. And I don't know if you've ever email the company after you've bought a product to tell them how much you love it. I don't know that I ever have. We get those emails daily. People telling us, look at my drawers. They want to share it with us. They want to share their story. They want to share how it changed their lives. We worked with a... So many cool before and afters, I'll bet. Oh, incredible before and afters. And, you know, we worked with a jewelry company who they started down this organizational path. And then it was like it spilled over to her personal life and then into her business. And she actually rebranded her whole company. And is wow. I mean, it's like, and, it, and she's killing it now. Wow. I mean, it's just incredible. So, um, yeah, the, the impact is just beyond what you can really imagine. So when you're thinking of this beginning of COVID, you organized the house. You've been a photographer, so you haven't been in like production or manufacturing side of things before. Zero You're experience. doing it on your own. You're not asking any, you know what I mean? How do you one, decide what type of product you want because there's so many organizational things out there. And I mean, we were joking, like there's, there is something for everything, but it's not like custom fit, right? It doesn't fit exactly what you want. Well, sure. But then the next step is your stuff is really nice. Like, Thank you, you. Like you didn't go like super cheap. And I feel like yeah. a lot of people when they start a business, the first thought is I have to make this super affordable. And so it's, maybe lower on the quality side. Like how did you have the confidence to come like right out the gate with like top of the line stuff? So I think there was just a few things that were really important to me. Um, and when I built, when I was kind of deciding, okay, what are my brand pillars? What's important to me? One was, how did you even know to do that? <laughs> I didn't even know the word brand pillars. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That was actually, I got to give a shout out to Randy Hales. He is the CEO of Next Level Apparel. Incredible, selfless man who just absolutely has been a huge mentor to me. Um, but he talked about this with with some of the other companies that he's run, like Zag. Um, but he, he's like, you, you got to have these things that are core to who you are. And if you can have them at the beginning before you start, they're going to be sort of your guiding lights. Okay. So one of them for me was the customer experience. It needed to be exceptional from the very first time they hit on a Facebook ad to the time that they held my product. That was really important to me because I valued that as a consumer. The second thing was I needed to have a product that was chemical-free, safe for your home, high quality, because I think a lot of us in the day of, I love Amazon, we all do, but you get junk fatigue. You know, there's just so I hate many Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I mean, I love the convenience, but it really is, like you said, it's a great business model. It's just so, but they're taking over, and it it really is like there's so much junk. It just gets it. You get tired of just garbage, right. you know, and that's and and you worry about the environment because you're like, man, if there's just so much junk coming in that we end up throwing away, let's create lasting products. And I wanted it to be recyclable. So I, when I was talking. Um, you know, to manufacturers just trying to figure out, okay, what material could we use? How did you even know how to do that? 
So <laughs> this is where my husband. You say, you say it like super casually, but I know there's people that have come in and even myself, it's like, okay, if I was going to, yeah, I wouldn't talk to this manufacturer. Like, how do you even do that? Well, I, I'll tell you what, I really, I'm, I mean, I'm a, I believe in God and I absolutely believe that he, there's like a path, right? And every single person that I needed was somebody that my husband knew, which is crazy because Randy Hales was somebody that my husband had worked at with a company called Mighty Light long time ago. So he connected me with Randy. He knew a manufacturer from that time period too. He connected me with him. That made your husband seem so much hotter, huh? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. And I mean, I'm telling you like my accounting team, uh, legal team, every single one of those was introductions from my husband. So, wow. and, nice. and it was What's just your husband's name, Rob Gardner. Rob, he works at, name. um, savory fund. Super hot. <laughs> I mean, I'm biased, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> She's blushing. That's adorable. How long have you been married? Been married? We are going to celebrate 20 years this That's August. amazing. Look at yeah. you getting all like nervous schoolgirl. <laughs> and it's been 20 years. That's pretty awesome. No, he really. is. He's, he's amazing. He has supported me just without fail through all of this. He comes home, does laundry, you know, and he is actually the better cook in our house. If you ask right. the kids who's better, they'll tell you dad's better. <laughs> I'm not offended. I just like setting the table. I'm but happy because to of you, he knows where the spatula is. He does. And the whisk and the pans. Everything. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. But he it really throughout his career, he met all these people who have now been. So a lot of it's just, you know, getting an introduction. And then if you have a good concept, people will get behind it. Yeah. Because I think, I think people get fatigued too about too many ideas and, and not really having a clear vision. Yeah. And I think I just had such a clear vision that people are like, oh yeah, I can see that. And people are so willing to help. Like if, 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 you're, so if you're willing to be humble enough to ask and like show up and say, I have a clear vision. I don't know how to do this. Can you help me? They also like take their version of ownership in it. Yes. Like even if they don't have any, but to know that they maybe helped you take a step. People are awesome that way. Well, and everybody in those positions had help too. Uh-huh. Yes. You know what I mean? And so it's just paying it forward. And it's... I mean, that's like Betsy Mikesell for me. Like just letting... I mean, she sat me down for four hours and just let me pick her brain on everything. You know, how she had started Betty's and... And, and she didn't was, even know her before, I, right? I'd never met her before. This is just the kind of person she is. And there's so many fantastic people out there, like you said, that... And especially if you go in with that air of humility of like, listen, I'm yes. the new person. I, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, we were we talked with cabinet makers and um, crown cabinets. We met with their their head up in Salt Lake, and and he was so fantastic. Gave us all this feedback that was so valuable to us early on. And it's just, I'm never I never cease to be amazed at how good people are and how they really do want to see you succeed. For sure. So like your first prototypes, did they come back and you were like, oh, we got it? Yes. Really? So it wow. took a long time to figure out because, you know, we looked at plastic, but injection moldings, I mean, they're like $50,000 and you can, you have to make the same one. Yep. But let me tell you the amount of innovation and, you know, back and forth and discussions to try to create a custom product at an affordable price was incredible. And, you know, it's all, it's not all sunshine and roses. There was probably four separate times in the last year where I thought we're done. We're out of business. Really? Oh yeah. Um, Why? Know, just different things. Uh, one thing was the Trump tariffs. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah we forgot to account for them. I mean, it was just one thing in our budgeting where, you know, but when you're ordering, you know, a half a million dollar product, 
it's a hundred thousand dollars in yeah. tariffs. And you know, all of a sudden you're like, I don't have a hundred thousand dollars. I just paid for all this inventory. I budgeted for that. And this is me, you know, being inexperienced and, and missing things. Um, but yeah, there was a moment where I was like, we're done. I, I don't know what I'm going to do to bridge this gap. And, wow. um, yeah, some, you know, with COVID and, you know, we went from delivering product in six weeks to 16 at the worst of the congestion. And we're just going, man, our, that's too long for people to wait. Yeah. So, you know, uh, there's just been, there's been, yeah, what things, a time but, to be in business. Oh with, yeah. <laughs> especially like manufacturing <laughs> supply chain issues and all of that kind of stuff. Like, I mean, if you can figure it out now, you'll be, you'll be great. Yeah, we'll be okay. <laughs> yeah. And we're so fast to make them. We actually make them in two weeks. It's just the time to ship. And, you know, and so, I mean, we're, we're always exploring other options. We're actually, we have a couple of things in the pipeline that we're looking forward to, um, potentially some North American manufacturing later this year. We also have a new line of organizers that we're announcing um, probably third quarter that are expandable, but they're still a custom fit. They're a patented brand new design. Wow. So we're That's really, fun. really excited to just because the custom is the ideal, but some people just want to click to buy. They just want something fast, easy that they can get in a couple a lot of, of people days. Move and they move. Yeah, yeah. like college kids, yep. young couples. Like it, so, to be able to take it with you and have it fit. Yeah, you want you want to be the complete solution, and so right. that's that's the idea of what we're releasing product lines this year is that we can end up being the whole solution. So do you do you still go into houses, or are you just a product company, or so, is it both? Well, we're just a product company, but okay. we partner with organizers, okay, and you know closet designers and and designers and home builders. So if anybody wants that service, we have a list of of partners that we work with. So got it. Yeah. But in the beginning, you would go to some people's houses and yeah, help and we them out, right. Well, and we still do that just because I love it. It's like it reminds me of a lot of lot of shopping. Yeah. Lot of shopping, like how she would style people in For the beginning. Sure. Yeah. Bridgette was Is like, this Bridget? Br- yeah. yeah. Oh, we're like, actually doing her bathroom. Oh, right are now. you really? Yeah. <laughs> she's so awesome. I love her. But that's how Bridgette started. Like it was like buying clothes and then selling them in her house and then styling people. She had like the party where they'd come over and she would yeah. literally she style, style everyone. Yep. I remember when she first came on the scene, I I bought some of her t shirt dresses because they were so comfortable. Yeah. And it was just nice to have some nicer clothes that you could wear as a mom, you know, when you're running kids here and there. And so I think yeah. she does a great job. Yeah. I think there's a lot of parallels between your, cause I mean, it is manufacturing. It's dealing with stuff like getting it made. I mean, it's, it's pretty cool. Thank you. So how long have you been in business now? Eight months. Holy crap. <laughs> you're already saying brand pillars. It's you impressive. know, if she's got well, patented designs that's crazy. and new stuff, it's so cool. We actually, I think we have eight patents. Do um, you really? Yeah. Our spice racks are patented. We actually have a new spice drawer insert that we're coming out with that we patented the design. So we have a pretty good, good range of products that. Now I heard you say on another podcast that your spice rack is not just for spices. Oh no. Because I hear that and I think, okay, it's just like. The spice rack. We call it the spice and storage rack. Okay. But we've used it in bathrooms and people put, um, you know, like shampoos and, and nail polish and face wash and all that on there. Um, we use them in the in the pantry all the time for cans. 
Um, they're great for that because it's a tiered storage. And the big thing with us is we try to allow you to use vertical space. People move because they don't have enough space, but it's really just that we don't use our space. So you think about an eight inch drawer, you can either use the bottom two inches or it's just a pile of junk. So (laughs) with, I mean, really, yep. So drawer in the kitchen, when you compartmentalize that drawer, then you're, you're allowing yourself to use that full vertical space. And so that's where it really becomes, we've actually done a couple of studies on this. We're creating about 40% more space in your existing home, just based well, on just, how we're just using, using all of the stuff, using all the space. And in your drawer, when you have a drawer organizer that uses the entire drawer, you've added 30% more space right that's there. That's true. Like there's not the edges around it. I mean, yeah. is that the most common thing you hear is I don't have enough space? Yes. Is that the number one thing you hear? I would say um, the number one thing is that people feel like they're not successful in organizing. And they're like, man, I've tried everything. I just don't know why I'm not successful. It just feels like a big mountain to climb. It does. It feels overwhelming. So I think that's the number one. And then the number two is probably I don't have enough space. But that's where we come in and we say, well, you do. We just got to retool it. And a lot of it, too, is when you put these in, you don't want to put junk back in. So they motivate you to get rid of what you don't need. That's what I was going to ask you. And let's like, be I honest. wrote this down. It's like, <laughs> organize how much are you seeing people get rid of when they so like, much. implement your protocol, we'll call it. <laughs> so I have a couple sort of core philosophies. And one is, if you can do it fast, do it now. So anything you can do fast. If you can make your bed in a couple of minutes, do it now. You're gonna you make your bed? Every day. Oh. Okay, but have you Do read you have the pillows? book Make Your Bed? Yes. <laughs> I listened to that. Does your Navy. husband get mad at all the pillows? Oh, how many pillows? Um, we have five. Just, that's that's not, it. That's not oh, bad. That's doable. Yeah, it's well, not are bad. Are you lying? No, no, for real. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. We have six. I counted wrong. I just we stayed in this house in Georgia in the Southern Folk. Oh, geez. Like, oh, no. Sometimes I've seen those beds. It was like 15, be- was it was like 15 pillows. pillows. And so, oh, yeah, it was out of control. But, but if you do those little things at the beginning of the day, it makes you feel like you've accomplished something. There's a book called Make Your Bed. Yep. Isn't that Navy SEAL? Is it's it a Navy that? SEAL. Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Um, but that's one of them. Do it fast, do it now. Start simple. Just start with a single drawer. And then my number one thing is take it all out. So never try to organize by just pulling a couple things out. It does not work. Until I clean the garage. Yeah. Got to pull it all out. Everything out. Because you can see the space differently when it's all out. If you take everything out of your closet, you've also emotionally disconnected with it. So now when the shirt is on the floor in a pile, I don't feel the same way as when it's on the hanger. So So, it's a little easier for me to get rid of. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. And I got to cut you off. (laughs) Like, where do you, is this stuff that you've learned and you've just kind of put words to, I mean, you emotionally disconnect. Like, there's a part of me that just wants to say, like, you really need to bring in like a psychologist (laughs) to do one of these jobs. So you really can like medically define what's going on. Like serotonin levels are going up or dopamine's (laughs) jumping when they see this. Cause like, it'd be really, cause there's obviously a lot more than just a product going on. Like that was the other thing I wrote down is. It almost sounds like you had a belief system or a program that you already believed in and used before you even started putting product together. Yeah, I would. I would say it's like a, you almost it's a have lifestyle. like an organization, a lifestyle. I was going to say an organize, like an organizational gospel, <laughs> but lifestyle sounds better. But I it's like not that. like minimize. Like you're not being like a minimalist per se. No, I think. But 
uh, you know, we, we did a post and we said the most important question in organization is, is it relevant? Right. And, and that's the truth. Do you use it? Are you planning on using it? Do you have a rule for that? Like if you haven't used it for X amount of time, ditch it. I, I just, just say a simple if, question. I, I just say if it's not in use right now, it's gone. So if it serves a purpose, like for example, if you're storing, you know, so something throw that's away seasonal. All the massage oils. At my house. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, but if you're, I mean, listen, if it's holiday, that serves a purpose. You're going to use that. If there's like storage items, like food storage or things like that, that does serve a purpose. You are using that. But if there's things like a lamp that is not being used, you're not going to use it. Just donate it because somebody will love it and enjoy it, but it's not cluttering up your house. Right. Jenna gets really mad because I don't throw away my shoe boxes. Oh, that would you drive You can't. Mess. I know, it right? It drives the value down. Exactly. You have to have the original box. She oh, this is like a Nike thing, right? Yeah. Okay. She gets so mad you have though. To keep the so boxes. I have a closet downstairs that she can't go in That's because right. it's full of all of my shoe boxes. <laughs> Okay, but so you can allocate a space for that. That's okay. That's relevant. That makes sense. Yeah. But if you're just keeping it because you're too lazy to throw out the box, that's a different thing. That's true. And if there's no purpose. (laughs) So that is relevant. Okay. So that you would pass the test. You could sell those boxes for like $50 to $100 a piece. Yep. Do you know that? You really can. Like if somebody threw away their box mm -hmm. and they wanted to sell some used shoes, they're like, oh, I got to get the box. And they will spend that much because it ups the value of your shoes. (gasps) I mean- that's incredible. Right? Yeah. That's it really wild. Is. It is wild. You need to do a custom shoe product. <laughs> yeah. Because like it might a be a little door. outside of my space. No, I don't no, think so. Because no, shoe, cause all of my shoes are in like clear boxes so I can see them because I don't oh, like containers, containers yeah. because I'm going to nerd out on a second. That's I want to walk nerdy. into my closet and I want to see every shoe. Well, you know, we and have a product. I want, them the sun. I want them displayed. They got to be UV protected so they don't Amen. like ruin the colors of the shoe because you're not going to wear them that often yes. these are art and so shoes are art but yeah like because i used to keep them in boxes but then you just have to remember okay that one is this one so you walk into my closet and shoes are all very nicely displayed I've seen it. <laughs> after i did snow angels in the shower <laughs> so you have we actually boxes? well it's not a shoe box but we have a custom acrylic tray um and actually we'll just announced this today but so we're um we're launching a line of acrylic trays so we have one for jewelry that actually has compartments okay so you can keep your earrings and everything separate and it has a lid it's airtight so that it protects your jewelry um we have we're launching the kylie tray and this is a tray that is open in the interior but you can decide the size so it's custom it says nothing with the kardashians does it no but it comes with a lid so okay and you have an option to to do on the without handles so um because we have side cut out handles but if you want it airtight you can do the version without handles wow and so yeah that's cool. Yeah. See, natural evolution right up to the shoe. I mean, container. I had no idea that I was creating a product. <laughs> it's for a huge Nike deal. Like, and now you market it, you can probably charge like five times as much. For it. Yeah. <laughs> this is the Nike version. In fact, we <laughs> could make a standard size in. just for shoes. That's just, what I'm saying. Have, yeah. Seriously, and have a the the drop front though. So oh. instead of the top coming off, yeah, a drop front. There you go. There, there's our. Uh, Royalty. Call it the nitty gritty. <laughs> we'll call it the nitty gritty. I Shoe love compartment. it. I love it. I love Which. it. That's so fantastic. I've got to get some of those actually, because it is true. Like your shoes just get kind of beat up, and if there is a window in your closet, like it's just 
You never know. Are those waterproof, those things? Mm-mm. See, that's what we really need. We need to do like watertight just in case there's some. I keep them off the floor. The acrylic is, is watertight. Yeah. Oh, there it We is. actually hung ours up by the handles full of water for a week just to test the durability. I mean, these things are wow. seriously solid. Yeah. So is there a most popular room? I was just going to ask that drawer exact thing. Or closet that people are coming to? Where do you to? start? Yeah. Like, or what's the best place to start? So our top sellers are the silverware drawer because everybody's got one. Um, and that's going to be the Susan and the Emily. Oh, sure. name a from? custom silverware thing is brilliant. Oh, it's so like, good. Because you just have to all do two forks one night. Like you just have to make your system around whatever you buy. Well, and you'll notice most of the standard drawer organizers are only an inch and a half tall. Yeah. Where your drawers typically two and a half to yeah, four inches. So you're losing that vertical space again. So you can stack your forks a lot higher when you get these custom ones. Um, but yes, yeah, to answer your question, so each one of my organizers is named after somebody who has been inspirational to me. So um, the Betsy Trey is named after Betsy Mike Sell, cool. which so is why that shoe storage box. Yes, it's good. we actually do we'll have some men's organizers. You'll notice there's a Rob named after my husband. Um, I want a nitty gritty shoe box. <laughs> yeah, that would be. <laughs> we'll rad. do a co-brand. It'll okay. be perfect. <laughs> but yeah, so um, there's just been a lot of people who even though my dad didn't know about the company, I had this group of friends um, who knew and they just were my biggest cheerleaders all the way through it. They supported me, believed in me, even when I didn't have any experience in this area. And when things were hard, they just were like, Sabrina, you've got this. And they just always told me if anybody can do it, you can. So cool. So Emily is one of those. Okay. Um, And Susan's actually named after one of my dear friends from Colorado, uh, when we lived there and she was just kind of, we were business partners early on in photography and she was just a huge mentor to me at that time. You so know you've made it if you have something named after you. <laughs> That's right. That It's easy checks and balances. Where do I stand with Sabrina? Well, do you have something named after you? <laughs> <laughs> There's a limited line. So I can't kidding. include everybody. No, but. So yeah. So what, so what are the most popular silverware drawer? Silverware drawer, kitchen utensil drawer. So that okay. would be the Emmeline. Um, and then our Amy, which is actually uh, just, it's it's divided in half and then in half. So it's got four compartments. It's so universal. It works everywhere. It works in bathrooms, in craft rooms. I actually use it in one of my drawers for my dog's dog food and dog treats. It's fantastic. That's smart. Yeah, it's really. That just yeah, opened up a whole other awesome. thing. Yeah, the silverware. And when you see how good it looks, and these are, this is the thing, these actually protect your drawer because they're covering the whole drawer. Right, so yeah. you're not getting that wear and tear. So it's going to actually increase the, the value your mm-hmm, of your home. And they look beautiful. So if you have, you know, it elevates the look of your drawer and they're see-through. So you can see everything in your drawer. That was big to me is I didn't want something that was competing with everything else in your drawer. So it just kind of, it has like that really great clean aesthetic and all of our products are storage baskets, everything they're designed to be very timeless. They all work together. You can use any of them with any other product and they all look beautiful and will work in any style home. So that was going to be my next question because, so we just moved into a new house about six months ago, right? Yeah. So we still are trying to figure out like, cause how you live in the new house, right? You have to figure out where stuff should go. So we moved in and like Jenna, she like, I think it was a, within a day. She's like, okay, 
everything's put away in a spot. Now we probably need to readdress that because we live maybe differently than we thought we were going to. But our number one thing is our pantry because it's just all open shelves or we've got massive deep shelves, right? So how much of your things are just for shelves or just for drawers? So the the organizers are specifically designed for drawers. Okay. But what's actually fantastic is I've used these in my pantry. So I'll get one that has, you know, a couple rows of vertical compartments like the Erica or the Brenda. And then I can actually, and I'll order it in maybe like a four inch height. And then I can put snacks in them and I can just put on a shelf in the pantry. So there's, there's definitely more uses. I would say typically in the pantry, we're using spice racks so we can see those cans. And again, because they're clear, they're beautiful. You can spray them off, clean them really easily. They're scratch resistant. All of our acrylic is first run acrylic, meaning it's crystal clear and it's very hard. Um, so it's not like the acrylic you saw during COVID that kind of scratches easily and is cloudy. Um, and that can have added chemicals. Ours does not, hmm. but it has the benefit of being recyclable as well. Hmm. So it's a great product. Um, and then we have a whole line of storage baskets and there's some that you'll see that are opaque and they're for when you just want to tuck something away. So I have a couple in my kitchen on the counter where we can throw keys and phones and stuff where it just has a landing spot. Because Cam, you were talking earlier about how your room got out of control. It's because you need landing zones. You got to have something. I love the term landing zones. So I always have a cupboard too. Like right when I walk into the garage, there's this cupboard and it's mine. And it is a storm (laughs) in there. Like (laughs) landing zones is a perfect, (laughs) like that's what you're right. Like if there is a landing zone for certain things, then you're not going to break the rule. Yeah, you'll, you'll be more successful in the long term. So right. my kids, they come home and the first thing they do is take their shoes and socks off and they just throw their socks. So I finally just got a laundry basket in the mudroom that they can just throw their socks in. Right. And now they're contained and then it's easy and I have, it's on wheels so I can just wheel it up to the washer when I'm ready to do laundry. So thinking through how you use the space. But specifically in the pantry, um, we have those opaque ones because sometimes it's just like you're overstock and you don't necessarily want to see it, but we do want to label on it. Um, But then we have clear baskets. So ones that are metal that you can actually see what's in it. And those are fantastic. And I'm a big believer in, you know, you see all these Pinterest worthy pantries. It's not real life. You're not going to (laughs) go get 17 of the same thing just so it lines up and fills the basket perfectly. So I want something where when I go to Costco or when I go to the grocery store, it's just a landing zone. So the goldfish go in here, the chips go in here, the applesauce goes in here, and I can just dump and go. Like it's got to be livable. And that's what these products are designed to do is to contain it and look good. It does feel like sometimes it's like you have to get rid of all the packaging. You got to like empty all this stuff up and it looks really good, but it's like. It's not real cereal in the plastic things. The second time I do that, I'm like, no, no, this. So uh, we have this basket called the New York and then we have one called the Lone Tree and they're both in oversized, like they're in a large size. So they will fit a Costco pack of um, paper towels or they'll fit boxes of cereal. So these can then contain those bigger items 
and it looks clean, but all I have to do is stick the box in there. And then it saves the, the shelves too, because man, those shelves get beat up when <laughs> you're do. taking stuff in and out. Yes, absolutely. And these are big, especially in New York, it's metal, it's heavy, it's sturdy. Um, a lot of times I see people put these on the floor with their appliances and then they can just slide them out, pull out the appliances, but it gives a place to contain it. That's what we need. And it just cleans up your aesthetic a little bit so you can have that really organized looking pantry, but it's easy to maintain. It's realistic. Have you thought about having like a secondary business or where you are going into people's house and doing the organizing as opposed to just like, here's our top recommended. You have like a an arm where you have the in-house. Yes. It's so funny that you mentioned that because um, our, our head of organizing and customer service, her name's Joe. She is so fantastic. She's like my soul sister. When we get organizing together, we just have so much fun. We're like, this doesn't even feel like work. But we were just talking about that because... I think our approach is a little bit different than what a lot of people do um, because it is just more realistic. And so we've talked about hiring a team to go in and do this. Um, we are also currently working on building a team to do dental offices. Um, we're doing a dental office right now and having a team that goes out and does these because again, efficiencies, it's such a game changer in that commercial space. Well, you know, you better like you expect a dental office, like it's like a hospital. It better be freaking clean. Yeah. Like it is kind of representative. Like if like you see sterile. a bunch of messy stuff, then it's like, is everything else clean? Well, and once you have someone who's figured out how to organize it, right. it's probably really nice to say, hey, make this space workable. Right? Yeah. Like, because maybe they don't want to or know how landing to organize zones. it. Yeah. I mean, really, it's landing zones. Yeah. That's what they need. So everybody just knows there's just the same repeatable pattern in every room, right? Well, and you think about like a dental office, they have you know, multiple hygiene rooms, right? So if somebody different is working in a different zone, you want those all to be the same right? because that increases efficiency. Then the doctor, the dentist can get in sooner. So it really is, I mean, it's reflected in revenue and what the company can do fiscally. So how have you helped your kids do this? And how old are your kids? Okay. So my oldest is 17. Okay. And then I have um, almost 16, 11, and then my daughter's turning nine next okay. week. So... Um, so I have a good range of kids and I have girl, boy, boy, girl, all different personalities. That's exactly us. Oh, girl, nice. Boy, boy, girl. Um, and all my kids are pretty clean. Um, my youngest daughter is probably my worst mess maker. She's just so creative <laughs> and everywhere she goes. I always have to remind her to pick up behind herself. Um, but a lot of it is we just really have this philosophy. Everything has a home and then it's systems. The, this is a lot of what I try to tell people is if you can set up simple systems, you're going to be successful. So give me an example for a kid. Like how do you do a playroom? Well, like, let me, like, like what would be a system or something like you would do for that? Okay. Well, let me, let me start with our, our daily routine. Okay. Okay. So this is what keeps the daily mess under control. So every morning my kids have four things that they have to do. They're really simple. So this sets them up for success and makes it easy on me. They have to turn off their lights. They have to. Seems so simple. Whoa, it's so simple. I've become my dad. I used to always make fun of him. Every morning. Because he, he would get so mad. Turn off the light always. And now every night I'm like, why in the world do we have all of these lights on? I know. It drives me crazy. Uh, yeah. So I was like, we got to save electricity, guys. Like, this is nuts. So, But it's such a simple thing. I mean, it's one second to flip a switch. What happens uh -huh. if they don't? 
well, they don't get their privileges for the day. So that includes TV, if they have internet that You're day. You're good at sticking to that? Yeah, I have. Have you guys heard of the Circle app? Yes. Yes, yes. I have. And so, I've owned one for four years that I've never set up. Oh my gosh, it's amazing. <laughs> gosh, you have damn. to use it. <laughs> I think Disney came out with it. it. Did. Yeah. Well, I saw the, all the list of devices and I'm like, I kind of name all those. <laughs> so, you know, like this is Taya's device. This is... <laughs> And it just kind of shut me down. It does <laughs> Probably take like organizing a the kitchen to set up. But right. once it's set up, so each kid, like they, you can say what their allotted hours yeah. are for the day. So mine is just set to nothing. And then they get their reward if they've done their chores. So then okay. they get the other way. That's smart. Yeah. So that makes it easy because they have to come to me. And I've obviously seen in the morning if they've done their chores. So turn off their lights. Okay. They have to make their bed. Uh, they have to open their blinds. And then they have to take their laundry to the laundry room. Open their blinds. Yes. Why? Just to get light in? The light in, baby. Just, I, I like just, that. I just like our house light and bright. So okay. first thing so I, I just like, I, I like the light. Um, but so again, they're really, they can that do it. That is so easy. In right. five minutes. Five minutes. Like my five-year-old could do that stuff. Oh, yeah. And so, and we have a bin for lights and a bin for darks. So they know to put the lights and the lights and the darks and the darks. But they've accomplished something right at the beginning of the day. And then they've started off on a totally different track. So it's it's like we've started our day in a positive way. And then they can see that immediate payoff because then they get the reward on circle. And so... Um, yeah, they need to get that reward, right? That's part of it. Yeah, I think it's just that positive reinforcement. Mm -hmm. So then our rule in the house is you can make a mess, but you have to clean it up. And if you don't clean it up, then you get an extra chore. So they have learned that if it, it starts to build, you know, because... Paige, my youngest, will make three or four messes. And I'm like, oh, honey, like <laughs> now we got a lot of work to do. So we'll give them little chores like they have to clean the bathroom or, you know, uh, like clean up the the puzzles or something that's kind of annoying. But um, so nothing crazy, but just helping them get in those habits. And again, it's just about simplicity with kids. You want to keep it really achievable and give them that positive reinforcement and my house really is clean most of the time because the kids are pretty trained. My oldest daughter was still struggling a little bit with <laughs> so her when's room. The, when's the Netflix show coming out or, or the book? <laughs> oh, you know, tomorrow. Really it soon. It better come soon. <laughs> and I want you to remember that I, I called it. It's going to happen. There's so much more like philosophy. Behind, there's a philosophy behind this. It's, it's way more than product. It's so much more than that. And I think that's what gets me really passionate about this is that I see how it affects people's lives for the right. better. And not only that, but one of the, and I, I didn't talk about this at the beginning, but my, my fourth pillar is my give back. And um, one of the things that when I wanted to start a company was I had seen these wonderful people in my life who had had a really positive impact in nonprofits. And I've done a lot of work in nonprofits, but I've never been that person that could just really move the needle. And I, and I had a strong desire to do that. And so, you know, I thought, gosh, it's going to take me a long time to build a company and get to a point where I can move the needle. So I thought, okay, well, I'm just going to rewrite the book and I'm going to do it differently. So I decided that from day one, every, for every organizer we sold, we would donate a dollar and we would just build it into the big business model. So we didn't have to wait till we were profitable or making a ton of money, but we could just donate right from the start right. and it would be a small impact my very first check was for 80 dollars. that's so cool though but it was such a cool moment and our partner charity is america's kids belong okay. and they do you guys know much about them no 
So in the United States, there's 400,000 kids in foster care right now. 100,000 are up for adoption, meaning that they cannot be reunited with their birth families. And of those, about 25,000 a year age out. And if you can imagine an 18-year-old aging out of foster care, there are no chance. There's no chance. They don't have anyone to call. No support system. Um, the you know you talk about homelessness, food stamps, welfare, um, people in prison. It's all coming out of foster care. Eighty-five percent of kids that are trafficked come from foster care. Yeah. So if we go upstream and we solve the foster care problem, we're solving all of these other issues. And you know when I thought about what I wanted to partner with with Salt. I, you know, I thought about the salt is all about home and it's all about family and creating, having a home for everything. And I feel like everyone should have a home too. And so that's, um, so I love what they're doing and they've had incredible success. They have chapters in, I would say most states at this point now. Um, they actually were founded out of Colorado, but, um, that's so really, anyway. really cool. Wow. And it makes it special. Every time we grow, every time we have a better month, every time we sell another organizer, we get just a little bit more excited yeah. because of, of what it means impact in that space. So do they help with placement? What, like what, what is their mission in all of this? Do they just help with getting people on their feet when they age out? Is that their focus? So their focus is actually sharing their stories. So they film these oh, kids wow. and they share their stories on social media and through their website. And what they've been able to do is by sharing their stories, families are able to see those stories and connect. And they've had such a high success rate with adoption, wow. not just foster care, because because we're they're striving to find permanent homes. Yeah. And when you see that story and you connect with that child, yep. then you sign up to become a foster parent. And then you sign up to adopt them and you keep them and you create now somebody who was going to have nothing. They now have a family and a stable environment. And then they're also working to build a community of businesses that support foster families because it's hard. Oh, yeah. And they need the community support. Yeah. And we can do a better job as a country in taking care of these kids that are in the foster system through no fault of their own. For sure. So it's in. That's really cool. And I'm also hoping that other businesses will see what we're doing here at SALT and think about ways that they can empower nonprofits through what they do best. Yeah. Yeah. Giving back is so important. And I mean, I love that, like you said, from day one, because I think most people think, five dollars ten dollars doesn't do much right but getting in the habit of doing it and building it in hey like you said systems right simple systems you just build that into what you do and you can have huge impacts on people yeah absolutely and as we scale they scale and it's reoccurring revenue which means they don't have to spend as much time fundraising right they can actually do what they were meant to do which is help yeah well, it's good karma too yeah like what you put in you get out you know yeah absolutely very cool so when you said recurring, just had a question, what percentage of your customers are like return customers? Do you track that? Like how many, how often are they coming in just buying a drawer? And then a month later, it's two drawers and it, <laughs> then it's a closet and then it's a pant, you know, addicted. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what's interesting is, I mean, we're so new, right? We're eight months in, so yeah. we don't have a lot of historical data. And because it takes a long time to get your organizers currently, yeah. we're working on that. And it's actually getting faster. We're about eight to 10 weeks right now. Okay. Um, we're still quoting 12 to 16 because every once in a while, you know, things shut down. We have COVID. It's, it's still an issue. Um, but, 
you know, I had a customer who I think she ordered, she actually had a big first order. She ordered five and the day she got them, she placed an order for 10 more. (laughs) So it's like, as soon as people get these in, we're seeing a lot of reorders um, and seeing a lot of the same customers coming back. But I do think there's a little bit of, you know, it takes a minute to measure your drawer and, and it's a new company. And so people are getting used to this new concept of a drawer organizer fitting your drawer and being custom made. So we're having to navigate that a little bit and to, you know, help people understand um, just who we are as a company and a brand. I'm really scared that we're going to break your record for the largest order. <laughs> as soon as Jenna hears this. Yeah. It's going to be ugly. There's going to be no stopping. (laughs) (laughs) And I think she'll just go for it. You need a little uh, salt laser. Like, you know what I mean? Like to measure drawer, like, oh, just drop it in every drawer. It measures it side to side, top to bottom. You know, we actually looked at using the Apple measure function, Uh but it's, just not quite accurate enough but the the great thing is it's so easy to measure right you I mean, you literally is. round down a half inch you so just make some extra money so you're just yeah there you <laughs> go just met, you know a little salt laser just 20 bucks we do have just a beautiful little... salt container that has two compartments so you can have two different kinds of salt really and it's a bigger size because you know all the salt containers are small mm-hmm. yeah i feel like you go through one meal and it's absolutely empty. right so plus we all use different salts now yeah no you want like the himalayan right. and and the seasoned salt and so this one has a divider in the middle it's made of stone it's gorgeous um it's a great if you're looking for a mother's day gift it's a fantastic mother's day gift but wow. anyway yeah so just i mean as a company we're always looking for anything sort of in this like how do how do we divide things? How do we make them work better? Um, and finding different ways to to bring that to to the public. Right? Are you doing any TikToks yet? I feel like you would have <laughs> endless, like the satisfying TikToks, like the before and after drawers. Yes. Oh man, people will be all about it. And then you need to be on there teaching how to parent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Parenting gosh, by no. salt, organization no. by salt. <laughs> well, it's a whole kind of philosophy. I feel like it you kinda, know what it really is. It though. is. It's a it's a philosophy. And well, and my my kids will tell you, oh my gosh, mom's so busy, and it has been an adjustment working. Right. Completely full time and really sometimes, well, a lot of times late into the night and having to balance that. But I feel like my girls, especially, they're talking differently. Like the dialogue is different in our home. Like, oh, I could do that. Do you catch them organizing? Oh, my youngest. She's so cute. She wrote this whole paper for school on how she's she loves organizing. It was the cutest thing. I'll have to like send you a screenshot of it, but it was so cute to see. And it's, it's interesting. My, my son wrote a, a paper in school. I had no idea who was writing it. And he said, I was his hero. That's cool. And I just, it, it but it's like, it's seeing that watching their parent build something from the ground up it, it makes it seem possible. So I love what it's done for our family dynamic. I mean, trust me, there's been all the stress, all the meltdowns, everything m- mixed in there, but there's been so many positive things that the kids have seen and especially my girls. But so. you couldn't do all this if you didn't love it. No. Cause it's a ton of work, but when you talk about it, she's so excited. Like the face about you it. just, the face <laughs> you just made, like, when you do it, you you were talking about organizing party with like your your soulmate person. <laughs> yes, you know it's like for everyone else, it's just like oh man, but it's it's no different than barbecue. You know, barbecue takes hours and hours to cook, yeah. but it's like it's never really felt like work. It's fun. I enjoy it. 
And that's and how that's, we feel right. so often. And especially when we get that customer feedback of how it's changing lives. Right. It's so much more than just the product. It's it's the lifestyle. And that's what we love selling. When you built a whole company doing what you love. Yeah. It, it's cliche now. What's That's sad, but... I mean, that's the difference. That's why you're so good at it. That's why it's successful. That's why, I mean, that's why you have a philo- like you built, you do sound like a psychiatrist sometimes. <laughs> Sorry about that. No, I think it's awesome. <laughs> and you know, I bet a psychologist would come in and say that you're absolutely right. Like it would be fascinating to hear like what is happening in the brain. Get like the I science behind it. I bet it would be spot on to what you're already saying. I mean, there really are, at least for me, endorphins. And you, when you think about a clean space, like your kitchen right. here at the restaurant, when it is spotless and pristine and everything's organized, there are endorphins. I mean, right. there are feel goods that come from that. Well, even just like 100%. those four things with your kids, like there's so much science behind like starting your day off with a win. Right. Like start something that you know you can win at. And it sets, it sets the trajectory of your day so much different. It's turning off all the lights for me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, that starts my dad with anger. <laughs> you can put the duck sound on that one. But it's like just once. Oh, it drives me crazy. But no, I'm going to try. I wrote down the four, the four little rules. I really like that. I love it. Turn it's, off the lights, make the bed, open the blinds, and dirty take, clothes, at least in the hamper. Yeah. Right? Even in yeah. the hamper. Yeah. I mean, and, and it's, it's personal. It's what works for you. I mean, I had a friend who wanted a sunscreen drawer in the kitchen because it was by their back door right. and their kids were fair and they always got burned. And she's like, if I put the sunscreen right here, the kids are more likely to put it on. So it doesn't, I mean, everybody's going to use their drawers differently, yep. their yep. house differently. It's got to work for you. Well, that's why it has to be customized too. It's got to be personal. And there's a company called Salt. <laughs> by Sabrina that does that. <laughs> yes, we want It really is cool. Like uh-huh. how does somebody not think about that already? Well, that's what I, you know, cuz there's like the Marie Kondo who I love. I love all of her philosophies, but it's a little bit aspirational, right? Like right. it's it's not hands-on and it's it's, you know, and then you have Well, and they also make it seem like you need them. Yes. Right, like a lot of the organizers, they make you feel like because their business model is I'm the only one charging to come yes. in. And they're so good. There's so many. Yeah. I mean, like the home edit is fantastic in what they can come do, but not everybody can have the home edit or even pay for a professional organizer. Yep. So that's where we wanted to live is the space of the average person who wants to be organized, we want to give you the tools and the know-how to be able to do that. So we want to give you the step-by-step instruction. And it's so simple because the the take it all out, start with a clean slate, it applies to everywhere, yeah. your closet, your drawer. So you don't have to relearn a million different things. It's like, is it relevant? That's always the question you're going to ask. So if you do these couple of steps, do it fast, do it now. Well, do a drawer a day, a drawer yeah. a week, whatever, you know, like Start you don't simple. have to do the whole house at once. Right. I feel like you need to sell a lot of the stuff in the pictures. <laughs> like now I want gold utensils. <laughs> oh my goodness. You know it's what? It's not just buying the organizational, like, you know, the inserts. It's yeah. like, but I want the inserts to have gold utensils in them Yeah, because they look awesome. So I think you should sell those. Well, it's funny because in a lot of my laundry pictures, you'll notice the laundress uh, products because I love her stuff. And I actually heard about her on How I Built This with Guy Raz. Uh-huh. Did you guys listen to that? Oh, I yeah. love All that podcast. It's my dream. I'll know I've made it when I, if I ever get on that. When? I should say when. Manifest, right? There you go. Um, You'll probably be on it in a month. <laughs> <laughs> But I heard about her story, and which is fantastic. And so we we put a lot of those products on there. But one of our ideas is actually we're launching um, this week is we're doing a spotlight bubble. 
um, on our Instagram and we're going to be highlighting other brands um, because I think there's so many fantastic brands out there with great products. And we're like, gosh, we just want to share some of these. We use geometry towels. Send you free stuff for using them in your pictures. Uh, actually, we paid for all of that. That's what I'm saying. That's a bull crap. <laughs> <laughs> it's like to get in these awesome pictures, you got to give me free stuff. That's what you should be doing. Well, I just love kind of surprising brands and supporting them because I love their stuff cool. and then just like tagging them on Instagram. So they, because I really do genuinely love those products. And so being able to share them too, I just, I'm a big believer in a rising tide lifts all ships. Yeah. Yep. There's no reason we can't all be successful. And send boxes of stuff to your house. (laughs) Thank you. Seriously, if somebody featured me like this in one of their, in something, like, oh my gosh, a big fat gift card would land on their door. But it's like female foodie, she doesn't take free food from restaurants because she wants to have. Right. You know, she wants to prove. But if she she already likes it. And yeah. she already posts it. That's different. They should send you a gift. <laughs> well, we're definitely not expecting <laughs> at that. least we some really cookies just, or something. <laughs> we actually just love it when they comment and they just say, "Oh, thanks for." See, like, I guess there's us that, that shout out cross promotional. Yeah, you know, but you got to do a TikTok. You got to do some before and after. Do you know what? Stuff. It's so hard because our bandwidth is so small right now because right. we have so much going on that we there's so much we want to do. We really want to start a YouTube series on how to organize where we really just walk oh people gosh. through and simplify it because it really is simple. I think people get overwhelmed thinking they can't do it, but it's like when you break it down into these four steps to do in the morning, we did a post. We actually got some hate on this post, but um, I said my first my things that I do every morning are I make my bed, I start a load of laundry and I tidy up the kitchen. And the reason I do that is because I start the day with a win. Every time I walk by my bed, I feel like I've accomplished something. If I get started on the laundry, it kind of starts my day right because then I'm not feeling all day like I'm behind on it. Let's be real. There is easily one load of laundry to be done every single day. Every day, especially Goodness with six people it never in the house. Ends. It never it's ends. It's like dishes. Yeah. yeah. So if you can get started on that, and then the kitchen is where you spend the bulk of your day. So if you clean up that space, your whole day is different because that space feels good all day. So it may seem like, oh, that's old news. You know, that's not you know revolutionary or whatever. But it's timeless. It always works For if sure. you do those three things. What was things. the hate? It was oh, just like, for you. well, it was just that it was something from the 1950s. <laughs> oh, was it a feminist thing? <laughs> no, no, just like, that oh, it, do the laundry woman. That it wasn't like innovative. And, but my, my thought People was, are idiots. well, I mean, no, I'm sure she's a really nice person. And I, oh, I it's a she, what was her? Actually, handle? I don't even know. I, I don't want to say anything <laughs> negative about anybody, but I, I could see how that could be taken as old news, but it, it goes back to that book, Make Your Bed, like starting with the win. And those things have just been successful with me. And so I like to share those because I think they're simple. That Don't feels achievable. Haters. haters just mean that you made it. <laughs> and misery loves company. Well, and sometimes we all have bad moments where we say stuff we don't mean and all that. So Drinking. You're right. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> no, it's true though. Who said that? Was it, I think it was Modest Shopping that kind of talked to us about haters. Like somebody giving her a big lesson on that just means that you made it. Like once you get to the place where people are hating on your stuff, that means that you've, you're helping a lot more people than you're hurting or something like that. Yeah. I think, you know, it's the funniest hate that I get is people say my befores aren't messy enough. Oh, <laughs> well, they probably aren't. Which, but, it's true. I will own that all day. But you shouldn't have the mess. Like... You're the guru, right? Like, I know. It's so hard. So your messy should be a higher level of messy than ours. <laughs> I really authentically live 
that way. And so, so my mess doesn't look like everybody else's mess, but the principles apply, you know, and my kids' messes do look like I will never win in my girl's bathroom. (laughs) I can't (laughs) every day. That's the one place I just can't go. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on. This has been very surprising. I was excited to talk about the business, but like, there's a lot to it. Like there's a lot beyond and deep or beyond the well, yet another one. Brent even said this is going to be a good one because I was just like, this is not speaking to me. Like I'm reading that. I'm reading the website. I'm like, it changes your day and emotions. I'm like, it's organizing. I'm like, I don't, I don't understand. I don't think I can buy into this. And Brent's like, it's going to be a good one. Because whenever I have any doubt, like, thanks for having me. Back. No, whenever I have any sort of like, this one's going to be lame or this one doesn't like, this doesn't compute for me. Those are yeah. always my favorites. I love that. And so this has been, I've learned a ton. I look, I don't hardly ever take notes. Well, if I can so, convince you, I feel like I'm in a oh, good If you spot. can help an ADHD person become like a little bit more organized, then yeah, you're good at your job. For us, it's all dopamine. We only produce 10% of the dopamine that everyone else does. And dopamine is that chemical that says like, good job. Yeah. Or like, this was awesome. Yeah. Or, and so for us, it's about being stimulated by something. We can work hard, but it has to be exciting. Yeah. So the way you talk about it gets the receptors going a little it bit. Is like, exciting. It would be kind of cool. Like, and just I, I think try I'm it. over. I think I'm overcomplicating it. Yeah, I think that's the thing. Is it feels overwhelming, so people find excuses not to do right. it, but they don't realize the positive impact if they actually tackle it. And then right. it's it's so simple. It's the domino, and, and that then does you'll translate into everything. Yeah, it yeah, does for sure. It does. I'm going to create landing zones in my cupboard. That's where I'm going to start. I'm oh, I'm so start excited for you. In my go home cupboard. I'm so sick of like doing a big clean on it every two months. Like I have to get a ladder because I'm tall. So I can put stuff like <laughs> you can all really over the that. place. And I'll be like, where did it go? I'm like, oh crap. I probably threw it on the top shelf. Yeah. And I do. I'll get a ladder out to clean it. And so. if it's out of sight, you might as well have thrown it away. You're right. You're yeah. totally right about that. So okay. you want it here. You want it visible. See-through. I'll take picture. Yep. A lot of my stuff see-through. <laughs> oh, are we talking about containers? No. Oh, okay. My bad. That's a different discussion. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. This has been awesome. So we love having, having you. Remember yep. us. Yes. No, I would like, love to. In six months when your show gets keep signed. <laughs> the salt philosophy. Have you had any branding issues with the salt thing? No. No? Nobody no. Think, like coming to your site thinking you have some fancy salt? No. Um, I think... You know, it was one of the reasons I said salt by Sabrina is I wanted a personal aspect to it, but I really wanted it to get to the point where, you know, people just call them the salt organizers or the salt line. Um, I just love what salt represents. So I wouldn't have thought of that, but you're totally right. I mean, it's, it's perfect. I think it's really cool. I thought it was going to be an acronym. Oh no. But (laughs) maybe we should think of one. Sabrina kicks a, (laughs) Yeah, we might have to think on that one for a minute. Let's I'll come up with something. We'll stop thinking on that. I'm not. <laughs> I'm going to come up with something awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much. Thank you.